All right. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of F It Why Not, Manifest What You Want. My name is Valerie, and I'm a psychic who specializes. <laughs> Why can't I? I always miss specializes in identifying your most forward presenting aspect of your current life experience, right? Past, present, future, how it all affects you, how it gets in the way with the intention of moving forward. My name is Annie Parker. I am a celebrity energy healer in LA, but I have clients all over the world um, because we can do that right through the power of our voice. Voice is super important. So even as you're listening to this podcast, you are being healed. And uh, I also do tarot and astrology, which we will go over today in our collective reading. And yeah, I, I do... Valerie and I both do personal readings, so that is super exciting when we are not on this amazing podcast. And yeah, I'm excited to get into the energy today because Mercury Retrograde started officially yesterday and my phone has been glitchy. So we'll talk. Yes, things have been going a little bit haywire. So remember, if you have not subscribed or you're not following the podcast, please do so on the platforms that you're using. And then you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Clubhouse, here on Green Room as well. And we have links in our bios if you want to know more about all the services that we offer. So kicking it right off, I am kind of feeling the collective energy today is like, we've done all this work, we've waded through the emotional stuff, like we've gotten a handle on things for the most part, especially when it comes to getting out of our own way. And now it's really time to execute, to look at your plans realistically and do the work. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like that's a major, major message is do the work. It's time to put the work in. Things will not come easily if you're not putting the work in. I think there's this discussion right around manifestation and believing and believing intensely. And I totally agree with that, but it also is a lot of work and you have to be consistent and you have to put that work in. And sometimes that's scary and there's all kinds of like fear attached to failure or even attached to change. So usually we feel comfort in the situation we're in, even if it's not wonderful or exactly what we envision for ourselves, because it's comfort and we know it. The unknown is scary, but I want to encourage you to just push forward with determination and commitment. I think that's a big word right now, commitment. We really have to commit to ourselves, to our dreams, and to the goals that we want to achieve. Ooh, we love that. All right. So <laughs> we're ready to commit. Commitment's big, you know? Um, we have all... We have all of these planets in Libra right now, and that's such a huge partnership commitment sign. Um, it really is one of our big, it's, it's ruled by Venus. Venus is commitment. It's love. You know, what do you love? Whether it's a person or a project or your career, like what is it that you love? Because this is like such a big time of what are you committing to and are you committing to what you love? And um, really, you know, we're kind of moving into, as we go into October, this coming week, 
we're moving into a new cycle where, you know, we were in Mars, in Virgo energy, um, the last little while, right? And now we're coming into strongly the Mars in Libra energy, where Mars and Virgo is kind of like, you know, it was looking a lot. Anytime we're in Virgo, we're looking at our health. This is sixth house stuff. And that is your daily routines, your health. Like, what are you doing as far as your fitness, your nutrition? Are you, are you healthy? But then again, you know, if we look at the last two years, it's been a lot about our health and we're kind of, um, we're moving out of that a little bit into October and it's, it's kind of moving away. I mean, the good news is it's kind of moving away from focusing on our health, but looking more at like social, um, diplomatic issues and justice, right? Libra rules the justice card. So in the tarot deck, so it's kind of like we're moving away from so much focus on our health, which is kind of nice to have that that break. But now it's kind of looking at um, social justice issues and also like where, you know, do you feel like you have justice in your own life? Like, are you feeling balanced and feeling like things are fair in your own life? Like, have you been fair to yourself? Have you settled for things that were not really fully fair to you? Has there been reciprocity in your energetic exchanges? Or have you been the people pleaser and been constantly giving, giving, giving with getting not much in return? And have you kind of settled for, well, that's just the way it is? Because no, that's not really the way it needs to be. Um, This is about equal give and take. And, you know, that doesn't have to mean like, I give you a flower, so you give me a flower. You know what I mean? Um, Energy does not always have to be the same thing. It's almost like, you know, when you go to a restaurant, you pay money for the service and they give you food and and service in exchange. You know what I mean? That money is energy. The service is energy. They're very different things. You know what I mean? But they are equal give and take. So whatever that energy is for you, you have to make sure it's reciprocal. You are getting something back and not just giving all the time. And in exchange, you're not just taking all the time, right? So yes. And not feel, not feeling guilty about receiving either. Mm, Yeah, absolutely. So let me pull our card for today, our second day of Mercury retrograde. And like I said, um, I did a 10 minute video on Instagram last night about how how glitchy things can possibly be as far as long distance travel, um, your technology or your communication. You want to make sure that you are texting the right person, that you are, you know, emailing the right person, make sure you say the right things, stuff like that. So just double check your communication, double check your technology. I was saying all this in a video last night, quick 10 minute video. I posted it to my page after the live was done and only 50% of people can actually hear the audio on it. So once again, (laughs) I'm literally doing the video about Mercury (laughs) retrograde and it's like, let me show you (laughs) what I'm talking about. So, um, but the good news is for today, we have, we got three cards. They were all cups. Okay. So we got the nine of cups, which is the wish card. You're working hard on making those wishes come true. Those things that you've been wanting for so long. And, um, you know, these are, these are our emotional wishes too. What's going to bring us emotional fulfillment because this man is sitting here 
you know, cheersing with one of his cups and he's got nine full cups in front of him. So he's happy as can be, right? So what's going to bring us that emotional fulfillment? What's going to make our wishes come true? And then we also got the page of cups, which is kind of like a small message or an offer of, of love coming in, a small opportunity um, that's being presented to us, which is always nice, right? We, we love up opportunities and offers coming in. And that's what this is. So, you know, you might get a little text message or a little phone call from someone that might surprise you a little bit. It's not going to be a huge gesture. It's only a page, but it is going to be a gesture nonetheless. And then at the bottom of the deck, we got the three of cups and that's celebration. You know what I mean? If we were talking about, um, if this was a strictly love related thing, you know, people could see this uh, three of cups. You can either see it as celebration or you can see it as a third party situation. I see no third party situation here because all the cups, uh, yeah, all the cards around it have been positive. I see this more as a celebration. You're going to really kind of enjoy this little offering or this little message that's come through. It might be a little bit of a surprise, but it is going to be something that that kind of makes you excited, makes you celebrate a little bit. And, and it really shows the three cups kind of, overflowing into one. So, you know, allow your cup to be filled so it can flow over onto others. Oh, and let me pull a Vampress Oracle real quick because we love that too. And our energy for the day, that was quick. All right. Enlightenment. So um, yeah, whatever whatever messages we get today, whatever offers we get today, celebrate them and and you know know that they are for our enlightenment. They are really for our best and highest good. So you know whether we want to accept them or not, that's on us, right? We have free will, but it is always nice to get a little message from someone to to have a kind gesture done, and then you can always do that onto someone else too. Beautiful. Pay it forward. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. I think we're also in this like mental shift. Um, got through the emotions. We're kind of gaining this mental clarity, seeing the path forward. Um, if it's not completely clear, it's kind of forming and shaping together. And it's all based on the work that we've done. Um, I feel like so many people are working on themselves and then it's just really about taking that leap and jumping and knowing that the universe has your back. (laughs) You just got to trust yourself and trust everything around you. Yes, 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 yes. Trust, trust, trust. And it's true. And, you know, we talked about that yesterday a little bit. Whenever like little seeds of doubt come popping up from your subconscious or, you know, fears about scarcity or anything like that, they're all coming up to be cleared. And, you know, all we do in those moments that those little things pop up is just, you know, reaffirm that the the universe has your back. Like you you are not meant to fall. You're not going to fall. And, you know, as long as you keep moving forward one foot in front of the other, even if it's baby steps, you're going to get to where you're going. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm working on my abundance workbook, right? And I started by identifying three aspects of my life that I wanted to bring abundance to, right? I want to be healthier. 
I want to make more money uh, to contribute to my family more on a financial basis. And then I also want um, to grow and enrich the love that's in my family currently. So I ask myself, what am I doing on a daily basis to benefit my health? What am I doing on a daily basis to benefit the love in my family? And what am I doing on a daily basis to benefit us financially? And when I started looking at it that way, it became a little easier to kind of tackle because I just started really small. So incorporating a 10 minute walk per day, then for love, you know, asking my loved ones questions, paying attention to them, (laughs) paying attention to our loved ones. They, it's just like when someone pays attention to you and they take interest in you, it's something so small, but it really just enriches the relationships that you're building friends, family, whoever is the closest to you. And then for my career, showing up, showing up, whether it's 30 minutes, whether it's an hour, whether it's this podcast or social media, or even one-on-one, like I had a wonderful one-on-one today with someone because I just showed up. I opened up a room on Clubhouse and this girl came in who had lost her dad and we got to talk. I don't believe in coincidence, right? showing up. I think you mentioned that. I think you brought it up in a room. I'm not sure if it was on the podcast, but just showing up is part of the work. Mm, it really is. That's amazing. That's so amazing. Did you do your aura room or was it something else? No, I moved the aura room to Wednesday, but no, I just opened up a mm-hmm. social room on Clubhouse. Oh. So it's only the people who follow you who can see it. And yeah, she came in. And what's really wonderful is she was there for me in February when my dad had a stroke and I opened up a room like a prayer room. Mm -hmm. So, wow. I love that. She showed up for me. Yeah. Yeah. Coming full circle. And that, that reciprocity that we were talking about earlier too. And, um, that's, that's really beautiful, you know, and, um, I love that. I think, you know, the more that we do show up, I'm also seeing the rewards of it. Um, You know, the more we speak up, show up, share, right. And, and kind of like be more our authentic selves in these spaces. um, We're really starting to see the, the benefits for everyone. Cause it's not just a benefit for us because we get, you know, beautiful clients, but you know, we get to actually help people, more people, even like I said, through hearing our voices and, and picking up gems or something that they may not have known before. And, and it's super beautiful. Um, I think that's so amazing. And I actually, because Valerie does aura readings and this girl, um, she, she was at my house last night because she's going to be cat sitting for me while I'm away the next two weeks. And she told me that my aura was lime green. So um, (laughs) I thought that was really neat because I don't think I've had, I had my aura read when I was maybe like, uh, maybe like 12 years ago, right before I moved to California, like the the year before I moved to California and they said it was yellow. So um, I thought it was really interesting that now it is lime green. And then um, I I did briefly see um, the person that I've been kind of chatting with. And then she said um, an outside view of my aura right after he left was 
indigo. So I thought that was really interesting that, you know, you know so much about this and I think it'd be really beneficial for other people to know about it too. Yeah, it's really wonderful. There's all kinds of different techniques or what would be considered traditional aura, right? Photography is usually where it's at, like you're using specialized software and you're taking the photo with a machine. And then there's people who see the auras visually. And then I've been explained that the way that I approach the aura reading, because I do it with markers and I do it remotely. So I'm drawing and everyone has their own specific drawing and then the colors that I incorporate I interpret their meaning and people have told me that that's a form of light language so there's so many different ways to interpret and interact with spirit so I'm all about like trying all the different things I'm like I need to meet your friend and I want to know what my aura (laughs) what my aura looks like Yes, I I literally, we were just sitting there on the couch and she was like, your aura is lime green. She's like, it was lime green when I got here. She's like, and then he stopped over and now it's still lime green, but they're like just outside of you or like right beside you, there is an indigo color. And um, I was like, oh, okay. Oh, that's beautiful. Did she tell you what it meant or anything? No, no. I kind of looked it up after and I do, I do like that um, my aura went from a yellow to a lime green, which means it's kind of like in between the yellow and the green. Um, And and I do like the shift into green Mm -hmm. because I really enjoyed what green represented. So I kind of liked that I was moving like from a yellow to a more green color. Um, And of course, green is also the color of the heart chakra. It's the color of nurturing and um, all of these amazing things. And of course, it's the color of money. So we love that too. And um, yeah, so I I thought that was really nice. And then Indigo just kind of said it was like intuition. Um, I thought it was kind of funny because it also talks about being, um, you know, there's, there's very like positive and negative whether you want to see positive and negative, but there are very like strong opposites in the indigo color. And I think that it was funny because, um, you know, he's so conflicting yeah. and I always talk about, you know, he says one thing and then he acts a totally different way, but in the opposite sense that we normally think about. Right. So, um, I guess when I read that that conflicting indigo color, uh, was there after he left next to me, I was like, that makes sense. yeah absolutely you know it's like when you read the deck when you are reading your your tarot cards and you look at a reversed meaning you can read colors that way too so you look at the color meanings and you can develop this yourself like anything that you read can have its own meaning to you so you can read the other ends of those colors too and see how that affects you or others I love that it's it's so interesting I I really love love the variety of techniques that are available to us. Absolutely. And and that's kind of like the beautiful thing. And that's really how Valerie and I ended up pairing up. It's like, you know, I, I lead with astrology and then Tarot, um, Valerie leads with like aura and like your forward presenting energy and water. water. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's, it's like, like totally different things that lead us to the same place. And, you know, I think everyone has such specific gifts 
And I did do a workshop. It's on my website, the recording of it um, called Tapping Into Your Gifts, because a lot of people know that they have certain gifts, you know, and, and we talk a lot about manifesting, like part of manifesting is manifesting your gifts, you know, like really stepping into your power and stepping into your gifts. And figuring out what they are, like owning them. And then, you know, being able to first use them for yourself and for your advantage and to improve your life. But then if you so choose, you can use them to help others and improve others because that's how I became a healer. I I became a healer by wanting to heal myself and doing all of these things to, you know, becoming a Reiki master and all of the things to become to heal myself. And then after I, I did that, it was like, oh, well, if I can feel this good, I can make other people feel this good. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> And I've always been a little bit of an anarchist and I'm all F the system. I'm not going to, I'm not going to conscribe. I'm not going to mold myself to. So I try to figure it out. I do it the hard way. Really? That's what I do. It's, I do everything the hard way and I, I just do stuff on my own and I see someone do it and I try it or I learn from opportunities like getting to know you, Annie, and being in your rooms, other people who share their knowledge. Um, but I, I would love to do Reiki. I look at that and I'm just like, oh, I'm going to watch YouTube videos because they're free. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't want to, I don't want to like take away from the lineage that is Reiki, right? Like it's passed down knowledge and it's sacred to access and it's a wonderful privilege to be able to do so for sure. It is. And it, you know, I think it really depends on your teacher. I was in a room, I was in a room the other day and, you know, there was like another, um, another person in there that does like different kinds of healing modalities on himself. And I'm also a theta healer, um, which works with the changing the subconscious mind. Right. Um, and has elements of hypnotherapy in it. And then I am a shamanic practitioner. So he said, he goes, you know, I tried, I tried theta healing, but I just didn't like the dogma behind it. And it was so funny because somebody else that does theta healing said, well, I didn't notice any dogma behind it. Um, so maybe perhaps that was just your teacher. And and then I actually chimed in when it was my turn to speak. And I, I said, I agree as a theta healer, like there, there really was no, there is really no dogma behind any of these, you know, because even when I do healing, I've done healing on all religions and all cultures and, you know, I have clients in India and Africa and everywhere. So that's kind of the beauty of energy is it, it has no dogma, no religion, no anything. So, you know, I've had Jewish clients, I've had everybody and it's, it's really one of my favorite things. But when, when you do, and I've said this in the room before, when you do get to dive into someone's energy and, and, you know, I do healing of generational cycles. When you look down through people's generational cycles um, f- to heal them, you do really notice that no matter what the culture, no matter like where they're from, there are such similarities with just humans in general. And 
you know, forward facing and presenting, oh, yeah. we think we're so different, but energetically, we're really <laughs> not. And um, it, yeah. it's it's so amazing to get to learn these different cultures on an energetic level because um, it's a really amazing way to learn too. You know what I mean? Because I've always like found both religion and cultures fascinating to learn and respect. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I finally like spiritually wise, like the, the psychic abilities, the intuitive stuff I've, I've come to the place where now I'm comfortable in finding other people who are teaching different things and learning and then forming my own opinion. Um, my academic background is in anthropology. So I've always been super, super interested in people and human behavior and just the way that we are. And you're right. You know, I started early with studying different religions. And what I noticed immediately was that each one was promoting pretty much the same values, you know, like, don't hurt anybody. Don't be an asshole and <laughs> try to give to others. You know, it, it's pretty much the same principle, but the mediaries, like the, the go between, that's where I struggled the most. So when I had my awakening, right, like, and there's more than one awakening, but when everything really made sense and I understood where I was receiving information from, not completely, but I, it was something I knew, then I was able to learn more. And now I've gotten more and more comfortable with different systems. I love it so much. <laughs> and I'm, I'm super happy to get to, you know, share bits and pieces of it in here. You know, these talks have been so fun and informative and I'm excited to keep them going, especially as it comes to manifesting and manifesting and tapping into your own gifts and, and really kind of exploring your own you know, energy and spirituality and how powerful you really are, because that's, that's really something that um, I notice when I'm doing energy work um, across all cultures, across all religions, it's like, you know, we get, we get kind of told almost, and this is kind of a generational cycle that we have to work with. We get told to make ourselves smaller often, you know, whether it's as women or as a certain culture or whatever, we're often told to make ourselves smaller, to dim ourselves down and make ourselves more palatable um, and quieter and everything for others. Right. And that's, that's in itself a form of people pleasing and to take our power back and, you know, reclaim our, our power and our true authentic selves and say, you know, we can stand in our full power. We don't have to dim our light for anyone. And the right people will see us, hear us, and completely understand us is such a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. And surround us and support us and lift us up. <laughs> all of it. All of it. Yes. All of it. Well, wonderful. Well, this has been a uh... Oh, I just loved it. This has been another amazing episode of F It Why Not, Manifest What You Want. I'm your host, Valerie, and this is lovely Annie. And we're always so appreciative of you listening and tuning in. Absolutely. And please make sure you check us out on our Instagram and in our profiles because we do both offer private readings and different types of offerings. So um, we would love to chat with you uh, offline as well. Wonderful. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.